0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay, subtitle. Hey, Randy Cash over there. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Hey. I, um, I go back and listen to our episodes right before they post each week, and it always cracks me up that, like, literally that's how I start every show. So now I just feel like that is the subtitle. Yeah. Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And Randy Cash over there. Hey. 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 We're getting close to having this video thing figured out. It's kinda weirding me right. out like I keep looking over and seeing myself in the video monitor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Trying a different program this time. I
0: like it. Hey, behind the scenes. We are figuring it out. Looks and pretty by good, we, though. I mean you.
1: It looks pretty good though. It
0: does. It does. It'll it'll be all great. I have my YouTube channel all set up and ready to go. It's just a matter of figuring out the whole, like, you know, recording.
1: Yeah. And, and making you, it look good. And Yeah, not wearing sweatpants.
0: Right, exactly. Also,
1: yes. I went to work in my sweatpants yesterday. Man, (laughs) I got to go buy a new pair.
0: Oh, because you got paint on Uh, them? Yeah. Well, they're just sweatpants.
1: Well, I work in sweatpants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's funny. I um, I might have got that from you. Did I get that from you? That like you come home from from work. Well, hang on. Let me tell you what it is. That you like come home from work and change into like at home clothes. Yep. Did I get that from you? I might have got that from you. Because used to. I can remember like I would just go to work and whatever I had on and I would literally keep that on until like bedtime, like when Mm -hmm. I would go change into like pajamas or whatever. But now I tell you what, I get home and I'm like, where are my sweatpants, where are my slippers, Mm -hmm. where's my sweatshirt? I need my comfy clothes.
1: Yeah, I like the comfy clothes and mostly, though, because my clothes tend to be dirty. Oh. <laughs> From work, so I don't want to lounge around in my dirty clothes.
0: Well, that makes sense. That's I get I that. It. And mm-hmm. then it was
1: more comfy, and so yeah, right. It's a win-win.
0: It's a win-win. It's a As win-win-win, win, probably.
1: As they um, say,
0: guess what? Tomorrow is
1: your birthday. It's
0: my birthday.
1: Happy birthday! Thanks for the reminder. I
0: know, right? Hey, you've gotten good the last few years, like you remember.
1: Because Facebook tells me every morning.
0: <laughs> Facebook tells you, then you're like, oh, I got to text her today. No, mm-hmm. I um, it it feels like. Just yesterday I was turning 30. I turn 36 tomorrow. Yay. I know, right? I no longer I can no longer say I'm in my like early to mid 30s. I have to now say I'm in my late 30s.
1: No, 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 mid. mid.
0: Mid. I'm still in the mid. I yeah. can get away with it.
1: Yeah, as my uh years advanced uh-huh. like I was in my mid th- like I called like my mid 30s up until I was they called 37, 38, yeah. 39 my late 40s. You're late. You're now late 40s. I got in, or my 30s, excuse me. Yeah. Then when I got into my 40s, yeah. it was like my, well, from 45 to 49 was more like my mid <laughs> oh, to okay. late 40s. I get it. And okay. And then 49, I was my late 40s.
0: You know, it's funny though, because like, even though I'm joking about it, I really don't mind my age. Like, I know there's all yeah, I mean, of this- focus sometimes in the society that we live in of like young 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 and nothing wrong with being young i just um i don't know like I've, I've always embraced the age that i am and i've literally had people tell me since i was in my early 20s oh you're gonna get to a point where you're not gonna do that anymore you're gonna want to change that i'm like I don't think I am because I really do like who I am. Like, it's taken me a long time to get to that point where I'm just kind of okay in my own skin and I like me and I like what I'm doing and I feel pretty, you know, for the most part confident. I have bad days. Don't hear that the wrong way. It's like not that I have it all figured out. But I don't know. It's like... You could not, I don't think, pay me enough to regress back to a younger age because I feel like I've just developed knowledge and skills and mindset and Agreed. all of these things that I, I don't, I don't really want to not have.
1: The only thing I would want is a younger body that didn't hurt quite as much. Yeah, I I had that. A, a lot more hair on top, but <laughs> otherwise, yeah, I like my age too. I yeah, like, I like where I'm heading. Hopefully I can continue to head that direction.
0: Sure. I mean, I think that's the whole goal of life, right, is that every day we do a little bit better than the day before. And even if there are days where we don't feel like we're improving drastically or dramatically, we're still moving in a forward direction. And sometimes we might slide back a little, but we're never going all the way back to where we started, which I think is like a huge thing. Um, I heard a really interesting quote not that long ago, or maybe I read it. I don't know. I get lots of things sent to me and I see them online all the time. But it basically said, you have two lives and the second one starts when you realize you only have one.
1: Yeah, And I'm like,
0: you know, the last... I can reflect on... Where I am in my 30s, the last six years. And it's weird. It's like, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I woke up one day and just, or uh, maybe it was a progression of days. And I just remember having these kind of like, you only live once kind of feelings. Or if I've got these plans of things I want to do, I should probably start working on those things. Absolutely. Because it's not like the time is going to come back, you know? Or what was the other one that I read the other day? Somebody sent it to me. It said something like, um, you're never going to be. Something like you're never going to be this age or this young again. So you might as well live in the moment or you might as well like do, you know, do what you want to do, so mm-hmm. to speak. And I don't know. I guess that's just part of the way I kind of live my life is the kind of live and let live mentality. Like if you're not hurting me and you're not hurting yourself, then hey, have at it. You know, do you. And I guess that's been sort of what my, my thirties thus far have been about is just kind of maybe claiming parts of my life that I had been at odds with and kind of right. reclaiming parts of my life that I felt like I didn't know how to get back on track. And I think it's just a constant journey of moving forward.
1: We talk a lot of stuff on here on this podcast that may come across as how do I say that self-help you overly positive. Oh, goody, goody sure. bullshit. Pardon my <laughs> friend. But it it's real because yeah. we're two people that kind of we were Darth Vader for a long time and it's a lot more. It's a lot better to be Anakin Skywalker. I I like the analogy and
0: I'm going to have to agree with you. There were definitely like I just go back and I think about, you know, times where, you know, in a really short period of time between like age 28 and 30, it felt like my my marriage fell apart. Um, I was I was really struggling to find motivation to, you know, do the whole helping other people thing because I was struggling to help myself. Yeah. I had, without going into great detail, because I have to be mindful of confidential stuff, I had some clients that I lost in a really kind of surprising manner Mm -hmm. that really caused me to kind of hit a reset button and go, "Am, am I even helpful? Do I even know how to help people? Like, you know, and it really sent me into a bit of a tailspin. So it's like I've got the personal stuff that was spiraling and then i had like the professional stuff that was spiraling and it took a little bit to get that like all reset and back in some form of an order that feels like maybe it's moving forward again
1: you gotta live in a positive mindset i'm telling you You i lived on the other side Mm -hmm. of the mindset most of my life and it doesn't it's not productive doesn't work it's not fun being happy (laughs) it's not it's not just like just being happy but i mean Mm -hmm. wanting to and putting forth effort and a lot of hard work to do that and it's worth it it all i'm telling you i love being alive man it's fun and i i hate my job it's a real drag pain (laughs) in my ass but i get up and go every day because it affords me the opportunity to have fun it's just you know regular old crappy job but but you're good at it it. yeah i'm good at. i do it i'm very but i'm very thankful that i have and i'm very grateful that i have said crappy job (laughs) no i mean Sorry yeah, to interrupt you, you're but good. even throughout the crappiness of my job, I am still trying to find something positive within there. Yeah, now it's, I'm done. Sorry.
0: It's, no, no, no. It's all good. It's that idea. I have I have this conversation with clients a lot. You know, if they're kind of they have what I call the um, destination happiness syndrome, where it's like they're they're waiting for the day that they wake up and feel happy or they feel motivated or they feel OK or they feel good, whatever the word is, insert your emotion. And it's this idea that if we look at happiness as a destination, we may never arrive at said destination because that's sort of like saying, well, I'm not going to be happy right now. I'm only going to be happy when fill in the blank. And if we change that whole perspective and we go, "Okay, well, what would it be like to view happiness as the journey like in every moment? There is something I can pull out of that moment that I can be grateful for, that I can reflect on, that I can help reset my mindset. It's not about being fake happy. Right. It's not about ignoring the fact that bad things can happen or that that difficult times hit us or that we go through some shit. Like, it's right. not about saying that. But it is about learning to validate it, but not, like completely fuse with it so that now all we see is the negative because it's really true if we look for problems we will find them
1: absolutely
0: if we look for the happiness moments we will find those little happiness Mm -hmm. nuggets they will show up for us but we have to train our brain to tune into that frequency
1: check this out okay (laughs) i have
0: i'm checking it out
1: had like a lot of people i've had some really crappy experiences throughout my life some really bad traumas man that Mm -hmm. i would not wish upon anybody right uh, very dark stuff. Now, the last almost two years that I've been doing comedy, just just that last two years have mm-hmm. been so much fun mm-hmm. in my life to do. It totally outweighs all mm-hmm. that negative trauma that I've experienced. Yeah. Just because I don't focus on that stuff anymore. Yes, I'm, the stuff that I'm doing now is fun, so I'm mm-hmm. doing it and I'm having a great time.
0: Yeah, it's it, sort of like why would we let those things from the past yeah. color your enjoyment right now? Because then those things win.
1: That's not okay. What I was gonna say? Because that's not who I am yeah. anymore. I am who I am today. That mm-hmm. was a different life, almost a different person back then. You know, yeah, I'm still me, but at my core, but yeah, sure. a lot about me is different now.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, if if we can use the things that happen to us, around us, you know, in our midst, if we can use them as a way to grow and learn and develop, and maybe in some cases, maybe we we learn a whole bunch of survival survival skills or a whole bunch of ways to you know avoid the negative. I'm not saying that we want to go through stuff like intentionally. But stuff happens, so then it's mm-hmm. like, how how do you choose to respond? How do you choose to kind of get back up and keep moving forward and not let those things win? Yeah. You know, and and I think that's exactly. been that's been part of the journey, and that's probably why you and I connect is because we get that. You know, it's like even in the midst of one or both of us going through something, we've been able to be like, okay, you know, we got this. Yeah. Like, come on, let's like let's reset, let's get it on track again. You know, yeah, I
1: was talking with somebody a couple months ago about that about. How do uh, I, I, I talk about the compartmentalization yeah, yeah. and stuff like that? But how do I, like, moving on, how do you move on? It's like, I don't know, dude. I just said to myself, I am no longer going to allow that to mm-hmm. dictate and rule how my life is going to be. Mm-hmm. I want to have a happy, good life. I mm-hmm. want to have fun and be a good person and all that good fun. Stuff. Yeah. And that doesn't and mean do it.
0: It doesn't mean that we want to, you know, ignore those things or yeah. somehow belittle them or act like they don't matter because they do. Yeah. And not everyone is at the same point in their journey. It's like it, it takes work and consistent effort to get to a point of being able to sort of be in control of your own yes. mindset. And, you know, so this is where it's like, I don't know, I, I, I want to help people understand this so that they can see there really is a path forward. There really are, you know, ways that they can move from where they are to where they want to be but the process to get from where you are to where you want to be may not be a straight line. No. And it might be full of a bunch of stuff that's not altogether pleasant to have to go through. But yet, if you know that going through it is going to get you to an outcome of where you really are able to change your mindset and stay in control of, you know, like focusing on the happy or whatever it may be, it can be a very powerful feeling.
1: Yeah, there's got to come a time where you just say enough. I'm not going to take it anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take control.
0: Yeah. Now, and again, this is also not to say that, you know, there are people that go, okay, but you know, I'm depressed or I have anxiety. And, you know, are you saying I shouldn't like, you know, seek help for that? No, not saying that at all. Right. I'm saying seek the help, get the tools that you need. And whatever that toolbox looks like is going to be very unique to each individual Mm -hmm. person. You know, some people use self care. Some people use different self help things. Some people use medication. Some people use therapy. Some people go to life coaching. Some do a combination of all of those Mm -hmm. things. Or things I didn't even list because we don't have that much time, <laughs> you know, and so I guess the the whole thing is like yeah what what my journey of of living and aging has to this point has kind of taught me is that we're never stuck, we are never you know i guess how how do I say this we're we're never stuck where we are, we're never as stuck as we think we are, and we always have a choice to you know hit a reset button realign things, mm-hmm. and try something new,
1: yeah so Anything good usually requires hard work. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: It does. But I think it's rewarding work. Yeah. I've never had coaching or therapy make anyone's situation worse. Now, I have had people come into the situation and they're already, you know, kind of like, let's say it's a relationship and, you know, they probably should have shown up for therapy like three years ago. And at this point, they're so bitter and angry at each other that they just decide, okay, we're not going to keep working on this. That's not to say that's a failure. It's like at least you've given it a shot. You've gone Mm -hmm. through the process of saying, Is there a way to save or cultivate something here? And if there isn't, then we all deserve to be in relationships with those that want to be in relationships with us and that we have, you know, a good kind of match with. And if that's not happening, I think we kind of owe it to ourselves and to the person in the relationship that we're in to say, hey, this is kind of what's going on for me. Sometimes
1: you need to pay a professional to tell you this relationship's a bad idea.
0: (laughs) I don't say that. Okay, for the record, I don't say that. Um, Uh, But I will tell people if I feel like they are not lining up or if I feel like they've got so much resentment that it's getting in the way of their ability to really see through it like they're just clouded by all of the mm-hmm. negative view of things it's kind of that same thing that we're talking about individually but like in relationships if all you do is look for problems you're going to find them absolutely you're absolutely going to find them there's, there's there's no way around that and so sometimes the work involves helping people learn to develop a a new way of communicating a new way of interacting sometimes it's about helping them tune into the other person using like empathy Mm-hmm. Tools that are really helpful to try and see like where's where's that person coming from rather than we're against each other learning how to be like on the same team right. Mm-hmm. Did I show you my relationship communication guide?
1: You did not. Pull I printed it you her. out.
0: I printed you out a copy. Okay, okay there you go.
1: Nice gluteny hands.
0: All right. Good, good, good. That's helpful. Um. So what he's looking at, this is my relationship communication guide. And basically, I go through the steps and some tips for best practices of how to communicate with your partner. Now, I will say, yes, I had some people ask me um, after the last episode is it only for romantic relationships? And my answer is this. I think communication is at the core and is, it is a necessity for all relationships. So you could probably use this guide and maybe, you know, change it up just a little bit to apply to any kind of relationship in your life. But it is meant more specifically for romantic ones. But I go through, like, the steps of, like, scheduling a time to talk, how to create a balanced conversation. I give examples. He's flipping around. On this mm-hmm. page right there, I give examples of what is it like to be reactionary? What would it be like to change that into more of a response so that you're not just reacting negatively to your significant other? Mm-hmm. How do you use I statements? How do you use active listening? If you keep flipping, you'll even mm-hmm. see he's very flippy. Um mm-hmm. I go through like um the importance of learning a new way to communicate. I give you a brainstorming activity and then I give you a whole page to sort of jot down an outline of what you might want to speak to your significant other about when you have your courageous conversation so that you aren't just going on the fly so that you actually have like. A little bit of a script to follow, that you're not just talking off, you know, the top of your head and hoping it makes sense, yeah. but rather you give yourself like a roadmap to follow.
1: You could take this into your boss tomorrow. Look, just write down a list of topics <laughs> slash concerns you want to discuss with your partner. How about you substitute boss for at work? Well, there you go. I need more money from no. each item. <laughs> ask yourself the following questions. What am I feeling? I am broke. What am I needing? <laughs> more money. What am I wanting for you to pay me more money? <laughs> Can we discuss it without being defensive? Absolutely, if you give me more money. Oh, my goodness.
0: Okay, so that's <laughs> so you the randy cash for up. But you can. I mean, he's right. Like, he's joking. He's looking at my my last page of the guide. Now I don't know if I mentioned this. This is a free guide. All you have to do, go to um, the actual link for this podcast. You can click on the button and download it. You can also find it in any of my most recent blog posts, which are on the website, lindsaywalden.com. Just click the little button and download it, and then you have a guide that you can use. I've actually had some really good feedback from people that have downloaded it so far that have actually taken it, used it in their relationship, and had a really productive conversation. Because it takes the the emotional chargedness out of the situation.
1: Well, come next week, I will either have gotten <laughs> a raise or fired.
0: Okay. Good to know. Good to know. But he is serious. There are ways, I think, to shift these, you know, these points into more of, you know, a a workplace setting or maybe a friendship setting. Mm -hmm. Because I think we we always need to be able to communicate what our needs are, what our wants are, how are we feeling, what are we thinking, so that we're not being misunderstood or misinterpreted and that we are actually having a voice that is being acknowledged.
1: Absolutely. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So there you mm-hmm. go. You can have the free copy without having Yay. to download it,
1: mm-hmm. and you won't get gluteny fingers.
0: <laughs> before I gave it to him, before we started, I said, "Do you have gluten all over your hands? Because if you do, could you like wash those? Because I've had to hand you something on the in the middle of this recording." So and then
1: now she like just keep it, <laughs> just keep, <laughs> just keep
0: it. it. It's all yours. Don't need it back. I no. have a
1: printer at home. Keep it.
0: Uh huh. Exactly. No. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you see it can be effective, but Yay. um yeah so there you go my my words of wisdom for my uh 35 full years on this planet about to start number 36 yay happy birthday thanks you're welcome if people do want to follow along with your comedy stuff although i don't think you do much of your painting stuff on the instagrams Mm-mm. well how can they find your comedy stuff
1: at r comedy i'm hosting at back Door Comedy Club in O'Fallon, March, uh, first weekend of March.
0: First weekend of March. So I think the 6th is a Friday.
1: I got so the, the seventh. Dates right here because I didn't have my glasses on. 6 and 5, 6, seven. March oh, 5, 6, 5, six, seven. 6,
0: and 7. Okay. So like right after next week's episode is Thursday. Yep. So 5, 6, and 7. All right. Yep. And people can buy tickets for this or. Yeah.
1: Backdoor comedy. Backdoor comedy Uh, in O'Fallon, Missouri. Why don't you just check out my Instagram? Okay. All right.
0: If you do want to follow along with what I've got Uh, going on, you can go to Mm lindsaywalden.com. There I have all of the past podcast episodes, all of the blogs that I have written, and we're almost at the year mark of the blog. That is crazy to me that we've almost gotten there. Um, You can download the Relationship Communication Guide. Whatever you want to do, it is all there. Ways to work with me, all of that good stuff. You can also find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting, on Instagram at this is Lindsey walden and on Pinterest at therapy thoughts. Until we are back next week, I do hope everyone is living their best life out there and we will be back soon.